Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. There are so many crazy things going on. As parents, it's so frightening sometimes to think, how am I going to protect my child from all of this stuff? The political things are happening in the world, digital you know, assaults and, and cell phones and all kinds of stuff. The best thing to do is, is focus on the emotional climate in your own house, right? And it's not going to be perfect. Of course it's not. In fact, you have to have some difficulties so you can figure out how to manage in the bigger world. But how you manage your household is the greatest gift that you can give to your, your children because they will take that into the outside world with them. And that's really all you've got as a parent. Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I've gone back into the Betty library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health, the list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. Don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk, and my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. 
This is our apreski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea chocolate medley and enjoy them hot as I have been doing with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate, Melody, you love the best. The difference is very clear, and we'll come back to this in our whole interview. Human beings only have two emotions. We only have two, love and fear. So, you know, anger, resentment, jealousy, bitterness, self-loathing, all of that is fear. Mm-hmm. And so that group home and, and many institutions, many parts of our world actually are based on fear and running them from a place of fear. So that position, don't let the kids take advantage of you. Don't turn your back. You know, make sure you stay on top of it. That's all fear. And when someone is already afraid, as many of us are, but especially these children, that fear meets fear, which just creates double fear. And that's, that's really what happens. So it, the method and what we'll talk about is how to use your intuition, how to engage with your own higher self, really, your own internal wisdom that is always locked in to love and how to recognize when you are reacting to someone instead of responding. And when you're responding, it'll come from love. And when you're reacting, it's going to come from fear. That's wonderful. And I love that distinction. Can we dive into the science around that for a moment? So what is happening? So when you are responding to someone, what are some of the things that are happening in the brain and the body? And then let's contrast that with when you are reacting to someone, what is now happening in the brain and the body? Absolutely. So, I mean, most of us know the kind of basics around the brain, but we don't always pay attention to it. And we don't know how it affects our psychoneurobiology and our parenting and our relationships. So basically we have the frontal lobe, That's the part of the brain that's in charge of um, inhibiting, organizing, prioritizing, motivating, shifting attention, holding goals, all of that stuff. And that's the part that takes the higher perspective. You know what? If I yell at this person, I could lose my job or I'm going to feel bad about it later. So that's the part that really inhibits and organizes. It's our inner parent, essentially. Uh, And some would say that's the part that's connected to our higher wisdom, right? Our higher self. Then we've got the limbic brain. This part of the brain is primal. It's just, it's just inter, inter, interested in survival. That's it. Is this life or death? How to look after yourself? And that's where the reaction comes from. That part of the brain overrides the frontal lobe. So we like to think of ourselves as thinking beings, but we're not. We're actually feeling beings. It goes through feeling first. It goes through the limbic center first and the limbic part of the brain first. And then it goes to our frontal lobe. We love thinking it's the other way around. But it's not. (laughs) So what happens when we have a reaction, our brain, our limbic brain assesses first, am I in danger? It sends cortisol, adrenaline, all all of the hormones that, that cause us to react. It increases our sensitivity, stimulates our parasympathetic nervous system. So when things are louder, things are... You know, when you're a little kid and you're like, you go down to the basement to get something and you hear a noise and then for the next 20 minutes, you, you think everything's around you, it's right, it's that. And you go into a fight or flight state. In that fight or flight state, the brain will, the, the limbic system will override the frontal lobe for, because it needs to, so you think about it this way. Adrenaline is involved in this. 
When adrenaline is involved, it must be an automatic response. So if you're crossing the street, you're not going to use your frontal lobe. You're not going to go, ooh, that car is coming really fast. Now, I wonder if I can run that way. It might be faster if I run. If you do all that thinking, you're going to get hit by a car. You have to go, ah, and run to the side of the road. And then you're like, oh, my God. Right. right. So you're literally lifted out of your body. And that's a, a time-based adrenaline response. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna. It's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. And it's, it's, thank goodness, not particularly necessary. At least we're lucky enough for it not to be in our world right now. Many people, it still is. Um, but for us, most of the time, we can use our frontal lobe when we're mitigating danger. But it does have the ability to override. And if you're really stressed, it will override when you don't not want it to. And that's when you're yelling at your kids and you're like, oh, I'm the worst mother in the world. I hate myself. Why did I do that? It's because your limbic brain took over. And that's, so that's really the difference, right? The other thing you have to know as a parent is it takes 25 years to grow a frontal lobe. That's a long time, right? So as parents, we're not actually parents. We're substitute frontal lobes. So we not only have to manage ourselves, but we're the frontal lobe for our children. And it can get really messy. It's hard. Parenting is hard. Parenting is hard, but that distinction, I think, is so useful because I don't think that we as parents realize that our children's brains are in fact different from us. I think, you know, when, when we have babies and they're little and cuddly and we can, you know, we are so good at trying to, like, I remember my child, I knew what cry, I knew which cry meant I want to be hugged. I want, I'm hungry. You know, we get so attuned to our children. And then as they, I don't know at what point it is, but at some point we just assume that because they can talk or because they can now communicate with us, uh, in a way that's not just crying, that they should just know. They should have all the life experiences that right. we've had and they should understand that, you know, the ice cream falling on the floor is not a big deal. You can just get another one, you know. So, um, that's a really I, good point. I, I, so I love what you're saying here. And, you know, from a, let, let's talk about it in the, in the opposite. So we've talked about this idea of this limbic system, this automatic system. And if you think about uh, one of the ways I like to remember it as well is if you were to put your hand or I've had my child try to put their hand on the stove, your brain is not going to be like, hmm, what should I do? I should probably flex my bicep to lift the hand. You don't do that. It's just an automatic, you bypass thinking. You just respond and, and, and reflect. It's a reflexive mm-hmm. uh, behavior. So on the opposite, if a child, you know, the ice cream drops on the floor, you know, whatever the example is, if they are feeling understood, 
can you contrast what's happening now? And if the if someone is now uh, not trying to just brush them off, what now is happening in the brain and the body, and how is that different from the cortisol and the limbic system? Yes, that's such a beautiful lead into this because, well, first of all, so so you made the point perfectly that children are not mini adults. They don't have the life experience that takes years and years to develop. So we're holding that for them. We're their frontal lobe. And when you deeply understand someone, when you have this moment of deep understanding and connection, you'll actually change the biochemistry. So through every cell in the body, instead of adrenaline and cortisol pumping, you'll now have serotonin and oxytocin, natural endorphins, natural opiates. These are reward chemicals. These are very different chemicals that soothe the brain, calm the brain, and help the brain have a, an oxytocin-based response to a threat instead of an adrenaline-based response to the threat. And that's what we expect when we're having, when we're disciplining our kids or we're asking them to do something or we're in a confrontation with our spouse, we're expecting them to have an oxytocin-based response. Oh, you're right. No, I hadn't thought about that from your point of view. Honey, you know, when you say it, it makes a lot of sense. When do we ever do that? When we're limbic and we're feeling threatened, it's, well, that's because you did this. And if you didn't do this, I wouldn't have done that. And we end up limbically experiencing each other instead of really having these um, oxytocin-based conversations. Mm -hmm. And there's ways to get back to that. And part of it is just awareness. The other point, too, that I think is really important is when things are reactionary, when your limbic system is taking over, the limbic system and the subconscious mind is basically just a giant tape recorder. It's just a recording machine. That's all it does. It just records fearful events or um, exciting events, just any kind of stimulating events, but primarily fear-based events. So it's going to dip into a pool of every fear-based experience you've ever had, uh, memories, um, your own trauma, difficulties from your own childhood, your own experience. It's like just, it just dips its foot right into that deep well of fear, which is very rich in all of us. And so we have to learn how to override that a little bit. So when you are parenting with your children in this way, where you're connecting with them, where you're joining with them in, a, in this moment and you're parenting from love, not fear, that's when you're gonna get those beautiful reward chemicals bathing every cell in their body and they're going to have a response instead of a reaction. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet wet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation.